0: What up? Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast and I am heated. All right. Out the gate, upset. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I've spent, uh, probably the past 24 hours arguing with someone that I know about flat earth. Now, this person, uh, I'm not even going to say who it is or how I'm connected to him. I don't want to put him on blast or anything. But this person is uh really into conspiracy theories and, you know, all the fun stuff. And they've kind of hinted towards it a couple times about the flat earth. Like, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. But yesterday was the first time when they were like, 100%, the earth is fucking flat. And I was like, uh, what? And... Their answer was, you know, pr- prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. So I was like, okay. I'll I'll prove you wrong. So I sent him a a link to a uh, article on Popular Science that was 10 reasons why the world is not flat. And, you know, it gave some good scientific proof. Now, her response, I mean, their response to that was um, you know, scientists are all lying. They're all together telling this lie throughout history. And uh, she also said, "You know, here's this. Here's this link, which was to Flat Earth Wiki. Okay. Mine was Popular Science. Hers was Flat Earth Wiki. So, she sent me this Flat Earth Wiki thing that was like a hundred reasons why the Earth is flat, and they just simply weren't facts. They were, <laughs> they were ridiculous. I went through and started breaking them down one by one." And, of course, you can't argue with someone that believes in flat earth. It's impossible. They don't listen. So it's just been frustrating for me more than anything because, you know, I'm trying to I, – I have to provide facts. I have to research things and, you know, look into stuff. And then I respond with my, you know, with my, uh, with my nice worked out answer and rebuttal. And within three seconds, she's like, Oh, well, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And it's like, what about it? What the fuck about it? It's bullshit. All the things that, that she's been sending me are easily debunked and just 100% bullshit. But either way, I'm still fucking sucked into it and I'm still mad. I'm still upset. There's nothing I could do about it. So if you know somebody out there that believes in flat earth, just don't engage. You know what I mean? Don't do it. Just stay out of it. Just be like, oh, crazy. Because when it all boils down to it, you can believe in flat earth all you want. Like, I think, uh, I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson that said it best. He was like, this is America. So if you want to think that the earth is flat, think the earth is flat. That's fine. Do whatever you want. The problem comes when you're in a position of power. So when you're a teacher, when you're an elected official, that's when the problems come in. So, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a give or take. You gotta let people do their thing, even though it feels weird. And you feel like the world is just getting more and more retarded slowly because you run into more people that believe in this flat earth thing. But you just gotta let it go, man. You gotta let it go and believe in science. Speaking of science, um, I watched this new Netflix documentary. It's called The Most Unknown. And this is a documentary um made by uh directed by Ian Cheney who made the search for General So and the City Dark, whatever the fuck that is. And um advised by filmmaker Werner Herzog or Werner Herzog Werner. Is Werner. I think it's Werner. It's like, it's a W, but I always want to say Werner for some reason. But either way, uh, they made this, this documentary, which is a science documentary, and it follows nine scientists. Here, this is, the, this is the, the breakdown for it. It says, The Most Unknown is an epic documentary film that sends nine scientists to extraordinary parts of the world to uncover unexpected answers to some of humanity's biggest questions. How did life begin? What is time? What is consciousness? How much do we really know? By introducing researchers from diverse backgrounds for the first time, then dropping them into new immersive field work they previously hadn't tackled, the film reveals the true potential of interdisciplinary collaboration, pushing the boundaries of how science storytelling is approached. So that the setup for it is, is crazy. So what they do is they'll take, you know, scientist number one, goes and meets up with scientist number two. Now, they do totally different things and, you know, have different schooling, have done different research their whole lives. I want to say the first one studied, like, microorganisms, so small cell life, and uh, the second one studied dark matter. So they didn't really know anything about the other one and what they did, They meet up, they kind of geek out on their respective things. You know, this is what I do, this is what I do. And one of the things that I thought was interesting was at at some point throughout it, they'll have, you know, scientist number one will kind of explain in their own words what scientist number two is doing with their work and vice versa. So when you hear a scientist explain their own work, they're talking in a lot of inside jargon, and you know a lot of uh, a lot of colloquial terms in the science community and whatever whatever uh, branch they're in. I don't know if you'd call it a branch, but whatever branch of the science tree they would be on. But this other person who you know is is familiar with their own research and their own things that they do, and know just as much about this other thing as as we do a common person they kind of break it down and explain it from what they've seen and it's almost like a uh, it's almost like like in layman's terms like what they do in layman's terms very understandable and easy to absorb and then what happens is after scientist number one and two hang out for a while scientist number one leaves And scientist number two meets up with scientist number three. And they repeat the process with this new thing. And then scientist number two leaves and scientist number three meets up with number four. And so on and so on. Up until nine, meets up with number one again. And it was just an amazing documentary. Like, I learned all kinds of crazy shit about dark matter. I learned how atomic clocks work, which I had never really fully understood. Or partially understood, actually, now that I think about it. I didn't know anything about how atomic clocks work, but now I do. So, I found that out. Um, and it was just like, it was a crazy documentary, for sure. I highly recommend it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And, you know, it helped for that retarded conversation that I had about Flat Earth. So, today's episode is myself and awesome Ty. William Waffles uh, started his new job. He got a super pimp job. And, you know, the schedule's been a little weird, so we've been trying to tackle that. So right now, it's me and Ty. And uh, Bill is here in spirit. Brother Waffles. So uh, today's episode is brought to you by CBDtechnologies.us. Now, this is one of the highest quality CBD providers online. They ship right to your doorstep in two to three days and have all kinds of different CBD products. This is like, this is the new the new wonder drug, the new super pill. Everybody's just taking CBD. There's a whole slew of things that it helps with and this is one of the best providers out there and we've teamed up with them. You can use the code NHP and you save yourself like 20%, I'm pretty sure, off your online order. So go to cbdtechnologies.us or follow the link in the bio or description or whatever it's called of this podcast, the show notes, and get yourself hooked up. Use the code NHP. Let them know that we sent you CBD. It's the future. You can take it if you have nothing wrong with you. You can take it if you have a bunch of shit wrong with you. You can give it to your grandma. You can give it to your baby. You give it to your dog. All right? CBD is for everybody. So if you're out there buying CBD... Make sure you buy it from cbdtechnologies.us so that we get some kickback. <laughs> That's really what it's all about. But they are a great provider and they have high quality shit. Lab tested. They won't let you down. Um also if you are in the Central Coast of California, we have a brand new sponsor on the show and that is Callin Hall, which is, you know, a a local business. It's like a little moving business. You know what I mean? You don't have to do any work. They come, they grab your shit, they put it in the truck, they drive it, that's it. Also, you want something picked up and delivered, say, say, you know, you went to the thrift store and you saw this really sweet dresser and you're like, man, that dresser's awesome. It'd be cool to have that. What, it's only $40? What a great deal for this dresser. I drive a Honda Accord. I'm not going to be able to, I mean, I don't, but this is you in this scenario. I drive a Honda Accord. I'm not going to be able to fit a dresser in my Honda Accord. What am I going to do? You're going to call Colin Hall, all right? Now, this is uh, our good friend, Marcos, who was recently on the show, uh, you know, a couple months back, and he uh, he's out here providing the people with CBD, pushing that shit at the smoke shop, and we've been good friends for a while now, and he just started his business. So, I want to give him a shout out, and he's a reliable dude, he's not on drugs, he's strong, uh he has a uh a very working truck it's new and it's nice and he's reliable i think reliable was number one but it's also number five so this dude isn't gonna fuck up his shit he's not gonna break anything he's not gonna just straight not show up when you call him you know so i just want to uh give a shout out to him and let everybody know that that's a new business here in slow county so call hall you can find him on instagram Colin Hall 805 or Facebook Colin Hall 805 and the phone number is 818-427-0563. Boom. There it is. Alright, let's do this. Let's start this episode. That tap. That's that
1: I don't drink soda. Inflate the per capita ratio of predators to children. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like you look at any other religion and I don't feel like this is a big problem. I mean, sure all these other religions have their share of issues,
0: mm-hmm. which we
1: can get into, you know, on another time, but
0: I th- I think that it's some sort of I think there's some sort of loophole in there, to where because they can't they can't have sex.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's 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 like a a horrible problem that you're born with, like being a you know what I mean. Like why? I mean, just because like you know if I were a Catholic, uh-huh. just because maybe cath- the Catholic religion for whatever reason doesn't like doesn't look down on this is. Badly as they should, like that doesn't mean I'm gonna. You
0: know, that just, you're gonna do it, <laughs>
1: right? Just because you can do something doesn't mean you're gonna do something. Yeah. Like just because I'm free to molest children, I'm not gonna molest children because I'm not a child molester.
0: I have no desire to molest these children. Mm-hmm. You could break the cycle. It's easy. You don't have to be like, all right. I like, guess this is what we do. Yeah.
1: Like, what about Catholicism? Is breeding these these priests to want to act on these these? <coughs> I don't know. It's
0: yeah, it's strange, it's and I think it's just because there's no. There's no real crackdown on it, so it's like...
1: That, that's still, I mean, like, there's no real crackdown on, on pedophilia anywhere because it's not, I mean, thank God it's not like, it's not like jaywalking, you know what I mean? It's not just something that people do, like, every day without thinking about it, Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pedophilia, it's a horrible, like, sick, like, perverse act, I, I just don't, Yeah, I don't see what about being a priest, like, increase, you know what I mean? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I I think that what it is is now because for so long they've had this reputation and it's gone, you know, unchecked and even, you know, it's it's trending right now that Pope Francis this guy's asking Pope Francis to resign because he knew in 2013 that there was some sexual allegations and he did nothing about it and may have even taken some steps to move the guy.
1: And that's a shame, too, because I feel like in some aspects, Pope Francis is probably the best pope Dude, we're going to get.
0: he was the greatest pope. When he came out, he got rid of the throne. He was like, no more throne. I'm just going to sit in a chair like everybody else. He like got rid of all of these old, archaic things. He said, gays are fine by me. That's a quote. It's yeah. a quote by fucking Pope Francis. Yeah. The gays are fine by me. That sounds like a song from the 70s. So,
1: I mean, but... Maybe everything's fine by him, including I mean, maybe no he's too lenient. No
0: wonder the gays are fine by him. I mean, uh,
1: yeah, maybe we need a, a hard ruling, you know, solid fisted priest. <laughs> we don't need to, any to solid over.
0: fisting in the Catholic Church. All right, <laughs> there's I don't already even enough. Think that's
1: ex- an expression.
0: There's already enough fucking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I I think that at this point it's like if. If you are, you know, one of these sick, depraved people that is attracted to children, then that's the job that you want to get. You want to get a job in the church, in a Catholic church, because you know that it's, it's almost like it's, the kids are going to be fucking handed to you on a silver platter and little, uh, what are they called? Altar yeah, boy I'm, robes. I'm kind of curious now, like. So, I mean, it gets to the point to where, that that's the place to be. You know, if you if you're a stoner, you want to work at a at a weed shop. So you could be around weed all the time. If you're a child molester, you want to work where you control these kids and you could be around all these kids and where it's known that people get away with this shit. So something definitely needs to change. That's for sure.
1: So I've there's <coughs> a Wikipedia article called Debate on the Causes of Clerical Child Abuse. And it's like a whole, a whole in-depth Wikipedia page. They get down on on, it? on the causes, yeah, of what's causing these psychosexual problems in these priests. And a lot of the priests are blaming on it, uh, saying their seminary training did, uh, you know, little to nothing to prepare them for a lifetime of celibacy. So they're basically going the incel route, where they're they're claiming their their celibacy, you know, granted it's it's a voluntary celibacy as opposed to incels who who just can't get laid. They're they're basically saying that it's caused them to to act, you know, either violently or
0: Or irrationally molest, how they molestily. How they otherwise wouldn't if they weren't being
1: Right. Well, I mean That's your own I mean that's your own fault.
0: Yeah, you, it's you like think
1: God told you to not masturbate and ever get laid, it's like he didn't say that. You're putting that extra, extra stress on your, your testicles yourself. Yeah. Those blue balls are yours, my friend. <laughs> you own up to
0: those. Absolutely. You've had plenty those of time. Those are not time. God's blue balls. You've had plenty of time to get rid of those. And, you know, that's that's also not an excuse either. It's like, you know, just because, say, if I don't have sex for a long time, I don't start thinking about fucking kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that shouldn't be a place that your mind goes. So... But, I mean, I guess it, re- it is really easy to make that connection and blame it on that. Uh, it also says um, the impact of psychology from previous decades. And that says um, some bishops and psychiatrists have asserted that the prevailing psychology of the time suggested that people could be cured of such behavior through counseling. Uh, almost all cases coming to light today are cases from 30 to 40 years ago. We did not know how much pedophilia and sexual abuse in general back then. We but didn't know much about is it. Is
1: that true? Is like our, I mean, I know there's a lot of cases that come to light from from the old times but is it not still a problem? Like I feel like it's I feel like children are still being molested.
0: Yeah. So it says that in the 80s, they didn't know anything about pedophilia, so it was reasonable. So it's like
1: AIDS. It's like AIDS in the 80s. Oh, we had very little research about molestation, so, you know, it was a bigger problem than... Yeah. no, I call bullshit on that. Mm -hmm.
0: So they said that it was reasonable at the time to treat the men and then return them to their priestly duties. And just that's where the moving came because they're like, we can't How put them
1: ever acceptable, we can't put
0: them right back with the same sexy kid that <laughs> that made this all happen, you know.
1: Jesus,
0: <laughs> uh, Jesus. let's see, uh, declining standards in the prevailing culture
1: again. When was it ever culturally acceptable to molest these children?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, according to Mel Melly Gibson's. <clears throat> He said that something happened during the Second Vatican Council in the 60s, which included a less authoritarian attitude on issues of morality and resulted in the rise of moral relativism, which contributed to the problem of child abuse. So Mel Gibson says they changed their standard in the 60s and said, look, we're not going to we're not going to get you guys in trouble for anything. You do whatever you want and we'll let God punish you. That's how right. they do it. They're like, we don't punish. Who are we to punish?
1: Right, right. God, God, molest God molest them all and let God sort them out. That was yeah. actually like an unofficial, unofficial <laughs> slogan for the Catholic Church. Moles-
0: the molest them all and let God sort it out. Because you know you don't have time to fucking figure all that shit out. Yeah. An uh, anti-Catholic like
1: bias. So are, are they? Or is the Catholic Church like blaming? Like being? Yep, unfairly singled out by the secular media. So they're basically saying, hey, hey, there's Jehovah's Witnesses over here molesting these these children. The Boy Scouts are out here molesting. Why are we the only ones getting getting in trouble? For so they're basically, their argument was like, hey,
0: you know, like... But what about him? Yeah, exactly. And then how about this? This is the supply and demand theory, which uh, they had a shortage of priests in North America, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand, so... They had to act in such a way to preserve oh. the number of clergy. Oh, so
1: they lowered their standards yeah. to include molesters. They're no. like,
0: well, like, you know, how many times did you molest this kid?
1: Like, doesn't all of this sound like a five-year-old, like, trying to, like... like justify Justify something, something? yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, he need,
0: why he needs to stay up an hour later. It's like, but, you know. And then, uh, what is...
1: Yeah, what is that even word? Effa.
0: bophilia Uh...
1: This is the show where a couple of stoners Google words that they can't pronounce.
0: It's a primary sexual interest in mid to late adolescence, generally fifteen to nineteen.
1: That's How is that different than pedophilia?
0: Yeah. I don't think I think I they're think just that's trying still, to make it yeah. better.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's a word that the Catholic the, the Catholic Church coined. They're like, Okay, like um It's we you know, it's pedophilia but to a a slightly lesser degree.
0: Or chronophilia, <laughs>
1: because in some cultures, you know, a fifteen-year-old is considered an adult. So, in certain in certain cultures, maybe it's not pedophilia, but in most, it still is. Oh, when when one arrives at puberty. So, basically, they're saying, you know, when you can physically conceive a child, then you're you're good.
0: Yeah, when it bleeds, it leads, is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> But uh
1: <laughs> if, it's got, if there's grass on the field, play balls. Uh-huh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so it said that it strictly denotes the the preference for mid to late adolescent sexual partners, not the mere presence of some level of sexual attraction. What the fuck does that mean?
1: I don't know. It's like some Sigmund Freud shit. Is that a thing?
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, got a sort of an like Oedipus weird. thing. Didn't Oedipus also want to fuck his mom? I have no idea. I was just trying to sound smart. Sigmund Freud definitely did. Yeah, he was the one that that had the whole theory about that. And then there's the hugest section of all is gay priests and homosexuality. So they're like, look, we're just gay, and you need to deal with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's another weird thing is like, is there like a high percentage of these Catholic priests that are also gay? And that's like, I mean, that's, I don't think that's, I don't think there's any sort of, like, correlation between pedophilia and gayness, so that doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if there's a higher, you know, percentage of them are gay, there, there would be a higher percentage of molestation. That doesn't seem like...
0: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like it would be, like, this is just ignorant, like, fear porn kind of thing. Like, I oh, the... Yeah, that's... But... but...
1: Then what is it, then? I mean, that's a good question.
0: Yeah, uh, the male culture of the church.
1: So I think we need to let these these priests get laid, uh, not by children, of course,
0: <laughs> by women, <laughs> by,
1: by adults, consenting adults. Mm-hmm. I think we should just let them, you know, merit.
0: Yeah, it's not I a mean, bad I guess idea. It's
1: you know against their religion, but
0: yeah, it's like why why is it so important to not have sex if that is the the thing that they're blaming for this giant rise in child abuse and pedophilia, why not just have sex? Why is it so important to, if you need to, I'm pretty sure it has something or to at do least with masturbate.
1: Like, I don't even think yeah. these guys can masturbate. And that's no. just, I mean, that's just, silly.
0: that's not healthy.
1: It's not for it's, you. It's it can, I'm sure it can lead to cancer. Yeah. You know, you don't clear the pipes once in a while.
0: I would say 100% leads to cancer.
1: Yeah. It's got to
0: But, um, Let's see, on a, on a lighter note here, I have this story of a, uh, a gamer on Xbox who uh, his, uh, his Reddit name is Captain of Awesome and he's been a gamer on an Xbox forever. He was part of um, the first Guild Wars called Ligma Renzen
1: the first Guild Wars, what is
0: what is that? I have no idea. Something Halo 2, I guess. So that was a while on ago. On the original Xbox. Yeah. He came up with the name for a character created in the first Guild Wars called Ligma Renzen. Oh, okay. So his gamer tag, you know, was, of course, Ligma. That's his... It, it was his... Uh, Some sort of you know.
1: Sure, it's like his, his thing.
0: Yeah, it's thing. his thing. He, he was like, oh, that's a cool name. I'm gonna take that. Ligma. Right. His he alias, even. When it's far, he has custom, uh, custom controllers that say Ligma on them. right?
1: Now, would you say that it was his pseudonym?
0: Yeah, I would definitely say okay. that.
1: Okay, okay, so even a pseudonym.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, a couple months ago, we started getting messages on Xbox people, you know, uh, saying they're sorry about his disease. Um, asking, uh, where he got sick, if he's gotten anybody else sick, references to, uh, to, to balls, you know, we know the whole Ligma meme. That all started with, uh, with Ninja, who's like a popular Twitch streamer. Someone, uh, started a rumor that he died from Ligma, and that spawned this whole Ligma balls thing. And. <laughs> And, uh, so this guy, OG Ligma, he's like, you know, just getting flooded by all of these messages. And he said that they were so much that he couldn't even delete them fast enough. So he ended up changing his profile to private. Now he's like a big gamer, likes to interact with other gamers. So that sucks right there that you have to change your profile to private. Sure. And then, uh, on, so two days ago at the time of this recording, he goes on to his Xbox, and his gamer tag was changed to Kitten 1025 And he's like, what is with my, my new strange gamer tag? Contacts Xbox, and Xbox tells him that they had received a bunch of complaints about his name, and that his name is vulgar, and connected to, somehow, because it's connected to this meme... That he's not allowed to have it anymore. It's a vulgar name. They changed it to Angry Kitten.
1: They just picked his new name for him and decided it was going to be Angry Kitten?
0: hmm It was just probably like... You know how you get like a charter uh, password? And right. it's like... Oh, yeah. It's just like two random words. With. Gotcha. Okay. And I'm sure he could probably change it to right. something else. But... That sucks that that was his gamertag. He was Ligma. And... Now he can't even fuck. They changed it. He didn't even have a choice. He had to move away. And it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how just this meme and trolls and just, you know, the retarded internet. Yeah. Literally changed this, this gamer's gamer tag that he liked. He probably has a Ligma tattoo. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) It's crazy, man.
1: I mean, I guess that's. Better than being swatted
0: Yeah True Or doxxed online And have everybody know where you live So it could be worse You're right But uh Uh Fuck There was something else that I wanted to say about Ligma guy
1: Ligma Ligma balls (laughs) Ligma butt
0: The internet is fucking It's been worse and worse lately Especially on Facebook, like, I don't know if you even, like, scroll on Facebook anymore. But all the videos are just, like, the dumbest, the dumbest videos. Like, I was, there was a video that I had watched the other day. And I was going through my, like, recently watched videos in Facebook. You can go in, like, activity log and videos you've watched. And I was going through and trying to find it. And there was just so much dumb stuff. That it was like, guy breaks up a fight with pizza. Hey, guys, here's some pizza. <laughs> Stop fighting. And it's like, why is that even important?
1: What bothers me is that Facebook and Instagram, like, their targeted marketing towards me is getting so spot on to where it's, like, just, like, working at times. And, like, I'm buying, like, shit. And oh, I'm no. just like, ugh. Like, this is, like, this is going to fine-tune it. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. like, now, now they're going to, like... The, the algorithm's going to, you know, pick up intricacies about my spending habits. You know, it's going to start looking at when I made the purchase, what time of, you know, like, it's going to... Th- these algorithms, man, they're they fucking crazy. So, like, it's just going to get worse and worse to where, like, I'm just going to, you know, like, fall into this web of of purchasing. And Zuckerberg's going to have all of my money and...
0: Yeah, it's just going to be set up to where... when I don't know. Eventually it'll be I mean think about like years from now when you can set up say if you have like you know a lot of disposable income and you can just set up certain things that you want delivered to your house all the time. Like people already do it with Amazon. They'll get, you know, toilet paper and shit like right. that delivered to their house every two weeks and yeah. they have it set up so they never have to order it. Well, eventually you can put your ads on automatic purchase. So anytime that they advertise something to you, you just buy it and it gets sent to your house instead of seeing the advertisement. And then you just get boxes shipped to your house. And if you don't like it, you return it and you get a we refund. They almost
1: already have that going on with these subscription boxes that are popping off right now. I don't know if you've yeah. seen them, but, like, for everything, like, for shaving, there's one, you know what I mean? Like, a $20 a month shaving kit. Every month you get a new razor from fucking Switzerland, uh, you know, like, a thing of, you know, like, different products every month sent to you, and I've seen them ranging from, you know, being about, like, sports and recreation to being about household shit to being about, like, you know, there's, like, Blue Apron and shit that sends you food.
0: Yeah, there's everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like
1: you can – if you could think of a fucking – No, but
0: it's getting really good
1: and like it'll – like I'll look at something once and it'll just advertise that same product to me on Instagram and Facebook for, for months to where like I finally like – at some point like I finally like cave in and purchase
0: it. Yeah, it almost – they almost got me with those – uh those shirts, those childhood shirts that I have the,
1: yep there's there's a um, Instagram page that's actually really funny called Facebook shirts and <laughs> it's just dedicated to all the absurd targeted um, look actually I opened Fa- uh, Instagram and it was like the first thing on there Dope. It's <laughs> yeah it's really they, they post really funny ones but like there's just these generated shirts that like are specifically like generated you can tell that they're not even like the pictures of them are not even like the actual shirt like it's it's just, like, a Photoshop text
0: onto, like, a picture of a T-shirt. That like, the shirt to has you. never been made. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it can be if you want it. Uh, Facebook, is it Facebook shirts? Add yes, Facebook shirts yes. On
1: Instagram? Right. Oh, man, it's amazing. <laughs> There's some some ridiculous ones. And it's, like, they're so oddly specific that you, you 100% know that, like take like the month you're born in your occupation be like you know truckers that were born in february like
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: don't flirt with me i love my guy he is a crazy october guy <laughs> he will murder you
0: what is a crazy october guy like a like me a guy that likes halloween like <laughs> is he born in october I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Look at the gay test. Money. Gay test. If you see Spider Man, I've got bad news for you.
1: <laughs> and then it's like a, it's like an ambiguously drawn picture that you could either see like Spider Man's face or a pair of
0: boobs. Mm-hmm. Either way, depending on how gay or straight you are. Right.
1: <laughs> uh oh yeah then there's a lot of them that are just like horrible unauthorized band shirts that are like so like blatantly like this band would never authorize the making of this shirt like
0: normal and then it'll have a pulse line when you're listening nirvana then a crazy pulse yeah line. when you meet quote, nirvana, when that, nirvana when you're listening nirvana when you're listening nirvana Guess who started to make brownies before checking the fridge for eggs? What? How is <laughs> <laughs> that a shirt? <laughs> I fucking want that shirt. <laughs> that's probably the, yeah, one, that, the that's one I would actually, wear. Like,
1: that one's actually cool.
0: That's the one that I would wear the most out of all of this. Turtler. A toddler who is a turd does not listen. Emotionally unstable, bossy, messy, and very impulsive.
1: Every once in a while, I will see somebody on my Facebook like share like a picture of like one of these shirts like like not ironically just being like hell yeah (laughs) Yeah, sick I'm gonna buy this.
0: (laughs) Okay, here this one looks. What's (laughs)
1: that one about Build a Bear Workshop? I work at Build a Bear Workshop. Don't mistake
0: this fake smile. And if, professional body language. I'd punch you in the throat. <laughs> what? If I knew I wouldn't lose my job. <laughs> I built a bear workshop. Oh, shit. What in the fuck? What I do isn't easy. What I do isn't safe. It's me. It's the way I am. I will work. All right. If I'm already done reading this. Like, I was, there's no way I'd read this in public. It's me. It's the way I am. I will work my hardest through the blood, sweat, and tears. I will not quit. Even when the world tells me to stop, it's my <laughs> calling, my way of life. I'm a smoker till I die.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Like, first off, that's way too much text for any t-shirt under any circumstances. Like, you, you shouldn't have to, like, sit there yeah. and squint, like, read a paragraph
0: on someone's shirt. <laughs> at, <laughs> least, at least there was a payoff, but it's like a hundred-year-old joke. Like, I'm not a – my mom didn't raise a quitter, so I'm never going to quit smoking. And then here's a, a Halloween shirt with a witch
1: riding like, <laughs> across like the silhouette of a moon, and it says, you can't scare me. I was born in Zimbabwe.
0: <laughs> what does that have to do with Halloween. Right.
1: Apparently, Zimbabwe is like a scary place. Uh-huh. So they're
0: used to being horrified. So, just a racist guy made that shirt, and he was like, Where would be the scariest place to live? Shit, See, Zimbabwe. I don't think
1: anybody made these shirts, dude. I'm pretty sure all these shirts are just generated by right? algorithms. <laughs> fucking algorithms are taking over, man. They're, they're like slowly refining them. These shirts are going to get more and more legible and coherent, and they're going to like make sense at some point.
0: I work at Sonic Drive In. Because I don't mind hard work. If I want to do something easy, I'd call your sissy oh, yeah. ass.
1: Some of them are very aggressive.
0: Yeah, it's, so. like, it's like, you're not a fireman. Why are you fucking bragging about working solid well, drive-in? at Sonic Driving?
1: What's the tattoo one say? Because uh, there's a see. lot of them that are like about like, yes, I have tattoos. Deal with it.
0: Don't panic. Yes, I have tattoos. <laughs> no, I'm not a drug dealer. And no, I really don't care about how they'll look when I'm older. Just let me do my thing. And stop
1: staring at me. It's, it's, that's another thing. Is like they're all like just randomly sized the text. So like one one word is like huge, and then the next word is for some reason very small. But it isn't like necessarily the words that should be emphasized. That are like
0: you know bigger. Like it's w- is this like a is this like a really straight America way to say like. As a Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. As a yeah. as a June guy. For
1: sure. That, I for may sure seem that's quiet and
0: reserved. But don't mistake.
1: Astrology is for homos
0: and sissies. <laughs> See, and this is like this is a sentence. But don't mistake my patience for weakness. But it's separated.
1: Yeah, then the, the but don't mistake is for some reason like outline.
0: hmm I don't stop when I'm tired, I stop when I'm done.
1: And it's got the little Caesar's guy.
0: Yeah, like he, like he's, like his hands ripping the shirt open. Wait, wait, look at that smashing
1: pumpkins one. That that thing is like so horrendous. Like it would be ironic you could wear it in public. Like it's got (laughs) the Starbucks look. It's got the Starbucks logo. Is that Billy Corgan, the singer of Smashing Pumpkins, you, in the Starbucks logo? You know it is. It is. And it says, <laughs> All I need is Smashing Pumpkins Starbucks. There's no there's no and no, oh there is an ant sign. Yeah,
0: little tiny one.
1: Okay, so I get it. I mean they're just they're taking two of their favorite products being Smashing Pumpkins and Starbucks and combining them. And which that's, is another thing these shirts will do.
0: And that's all I need too in these matches. All I
1: need is tied Tide Laundry Detergent and the Beatles. <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess those things are nice.
1: I mean yeah, they're they're both great. They're both top of the line, but I mean they don't really go hand in hand.
0: <coughs> Holy shit.
1: These titties are protected by a freaking awesome firefighter.
0: <laughs> okay, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. We just fucking read these forever. Yeah, big data advertising is crazy. I trip out on it. And uh I uh, I was pulling up some of these stats on the big data and it says that uh, spending on big data technology will reach 57 billion dollars this year uh, that's fucking pretty crazy so so all of all of the advertising that you know people used to buy advertising firms, and they would have people like uh, like John Hamm and Mad Men that would, like, do yeah. this whole thing and, like, kind of come, trick-
1: come drink whiskey in your office. <laughs> smoke take, cigarettes and hit a, women. Na- take a nap on your, your couch that you have in your office for some reason. And then he'd pitch you, like, you know, this elaborate pitch. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, by God, that's why we hired you, Donald Draper.
0: <laughs> you got it. You've seen it. now it's just, you know, it's the fucking cloud. Mm-hmm. It's all in the cloud. Uh... So people just kind of put all their money into things like Google AdWords. It makes it a lot easier because imagine trying to advertise to people in like the fucking 60s when you had to get people to like fill out surveys. Otherwise, you didn't know shit. You That's why they had like the, the Nielsen family. I remember my yeah. mom used to do it. They would oh, yeah. get like the book and
1: as recently as like a couple of years ago, like the last time I was like a a charter subscriber for cable, mm-hmm. I would get the booklet from time to time, and there would be like five crisp one dollar bills inside the booklet. Yeah, it would, be, it would be on the honor system for you to like <laughs> fill it out and send it back to them, and I would just take the five dollars and, and throw the booklet away every yeah. time. Yeah,
0: I would just kind of I I got it one time and it did. It came with five dollars, and I would just kind of look at it and be like, hmm kind of thumb through it and leave it on the table for a couple weeks and throw it away
1: yeah I had every intention of doing it one time just because like at a certain point I felt guilty for taking their five dollars
0: see but I would have been just like didn't do it would have been like this is it'd be cool to uh to like put in and be part of the nielsen family it was and very and complicated have your voice I mean, it
1: wasn't just to like write down what shows you it was like it was
0: like a pain in the ass yeah see it's like it would have been fun because it's like voting but for stuff I care about
1: Right.
0: So that would have been nice. But it's uh you don't need that shit anymore. Cuz we all we all Google shit. We all look stuff up. We all use apps and we give all of these programs permissions to use the information to sell to third-party advertisers and that started big data. So now if you want someone if you want to sell fishing rods, you can find people that are actively watching fishing videos Watching what fishing rod should I buy? Googling fishing tackle, like, and you don't waste all these advertisements to people that aren't gonna use the shit.
1: The That's, worst is like when you Google something for somebody else, or you Google something like, and it throws you, you off. Wanna like, purchase it, and it like fucks with your advertising. So for
0: like a month, you are getting advertised things that you don't need. Yeah, that'll happen to me. But uh, I'll end I'll end up googling something ironically and then get ads yeah, for it yep. but it's uh, uh, oh yeah There's. it's been a long time one thing that's good about big data advertising is that I see more and more ads for things that I either will potentially want to buy or things that I didn't know about that I could become interested in then I remember back in the day Probably 90% of the ads I saw were for things that I would never, ever buy, that I would never have any, most of them were for women. I don't get ads for, you know, Tampax anymore. I've seen Tampax commercials my whole life. So the advertising is being redirected to people that will use it. And that's dope. So it's kind of cool that I get, everybody gets a more personalized experience when being sold something. But then it also seems like you're being led down this road.
1: Well, yeah, you, you kind of are because, like, for instance, like, I bought a pair of shoes and I, I blame I blame big data advertising from turning that one pair of shoes into, like, eight pairs of shoes. And now, like, I kind of collect shoes. I kind of collect these <laughs> sneakers and I've just been buying them and, like, I, I really shouldn't be. Is that know, how that like, happened? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a a little bit, like I started getting, you know, like, and it's always the same specific shoe, the same colorway, like, same style, like, it's the same one, and it'll just start popping up, and it's not just from one vendor. Like, I will see, you know, like, the same shoe advertised to me from Foot Locker, Foot Action, East Bay, like, Finish Line, all these different, like, shoe vendors are, 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 you know, sponsoring posts that are the same shoe. Like if I were to open up my Instagram right now, there's probably one. You know, from one of them. You know what I mean? Like for some, you know, like, I mean, It's it's.
0: Yeah. That's it's a, a, it's a. It's a <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, and then if you don't buy it, they just keep showing it to you until I do. I finally came. Back <coughs> by it. Yeah. See, I've <coughs> I found a loophole with those childhood shirts that I got. Because I was seeing ads for them like crazy of all the different ones on Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, man, I really love those shirts. I'll totally rock that. Maybe I'm going to order them. Maybe I'm going to order them. And then I found hard copies in real life. And those are the ones I bought. Yep. So I didn't fall victim to big data. That I kind of did.
1: That's, I mean, you did in a roundabout way, though. Cause yeah. Yeah, I, mean, you I still, still bought the yep, shirt. You
0: still bought the shirt. Yeah. You didn't, you
1: know, like... You didn't feed into their algorithm further by, like, because once they see that you bought it, which I'm sure they can, Mm. then they know, and then they can fine-tune it, and they'd be like, okay, this this is the time of month that he's making, you know, like, purchases that he doesn't need, Uh. you know,
0: 3 a.m., okay, I see you like to fucking buy shit,
1: you know, like, right before you go to bed, (coughs) motherfucker, we got
0: you. Yep, and then they'd be like, then all of a sudden I'd get an advertisement that would be like... As a July guy, podcasts and weed are great. (laughs) 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 Fucking Jesus Christ. It's a mess. Um, All right. We need to call Mark (sighs) Starbucks at customer service today. So... We have an angle. You yeah, got a plan. I
1: got an angle. Uh-huh. Have we like made it sound like it's an emergency yet? And just like try to be like, hey, so there's there's a person at your call center named Mark. Okay, don't tell me there isn't. Just listen. It's an emergency. You need to tell him that the Michael, you know, Michael Booya, and and awesome Ty, like you know, like get them worried about something.
0: Yeah, that's not a and bad idea. Certain,
1: just like like plead with them. You know, like this is an emergency. Emergency. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> uh, We can't go to emergency though, because then they're not gonna be like, call the police or call the police for us. But I don't think Can it's a, Like what yeah. really
1: constitutes an it's emergency? A Starbucks-related it's emergency. Subjective. I mean, we didn't we didn't say that there's a fire in their building. Got we gone. just said that with our tone. Mm-hmm. With our tone It says there's a fire <laughs> in your building.
0: <laughs> Very true. card or Starbucks rewards program, press 1 for questions or feedback about one of our stores, our products, or our company. This call may be recorded for quality purposes. Please hold while we transfer you to the next available representative. Did you know that you Hi, my name is Michael Booyah, and I'm calling to leave an urgent message for Mark. There's a gentleman in your call center. His name is Mark, and I need to leave a message for him. I know that he might not be in the same building or area as you, but um, if you could just take down a message for me and give it to whoever is above you, I would really I would really appreciate that. Okay,
1: um, do you have a Starbucks account? This is unrelated to Starbucks.
0: Yeah, we just need to we just need to talk to Mark. He works in your call center. Okay, we don't have
1: direct numbers so I wouldn't actually be able to You know, you're going this is going to be like the type of deal where yeah. you have to get into go over to like the cubicle and, and find Mark and tell him Yeah, cuz we, cuz
0: we already tried to call for Mark and and I mean we've been told that you guys you can't you can't connect us to other people right. because it kind of gets directed randomly. We know the whole, we know but, the deal.
1: But physically, you could get up from your rolling chair and, like, go over to Mark and be like, hey, Mark, there's there's two guys that really need to
0: get a, get a hold of you. Maybe somebody knows Mark. Maybe the boss could maybe find Mark. Yeah,
1: maybe you ask your supervisor what Mark's home phone number and address is, and you provide it to us.
0: Hello? Okay, so do you, do you don't have a CyberX account with us? No. Like a, like a Starbucks, like a, car, like, like a have like st- Starbucks. Yeah, we've uh-huh. been we've been to Starbucks. Okay, so I'm just trying to see how I can get um,
1: get some more Yeah, it's the easiest way is going to be to get in contact with him directly. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes. Okay. Um. Let me
0: see. Yeah, the
1: only thing I could suggest would be to contact the um whatever call center he works for directly cuz like i said i think he works have for your call s- call center yeah He's, he's like should be physically there with you a guy named mark is there any way now this is going to sound unconventional in Rwanda, so just bear with me but is there any way that you could stand up right now and maybe take off your headset and shout out mark like shout out the the name mark and whoever, whoever looks up or, or responds to it, that that would be who you would want to transfer us to. No, I wouldn't be able to do that.
0: And I, I don't have a way to transfer him. I mean, transfer you directly to that person. Maybe he could just walk over to your desk. Huh? Maybe he could just walk over to your desk and use your phone if that's okay. Rwanda, bear I with me. I, I don't know if he's at this. And
1: I'm just spitballing here, but maybe you put me on speakerphone right now for your call center, and I'll shout out Mark. And you just turn the volume up. Like I said, I could leave the message
0: for you under anonymous, but it, it's not going to go directly to him. Breaking my away. balls here, Well Okay, well, that, well that's, that's actually good. I would appreciate that. Okay, what is going on? Um, well, we, we had called initially and we had talked to Mark. He was the first, uh, he was the first one that we got help with.
1: Very helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. And we didn't get any, any contact information for him. So we do have, um, we, we do have, you know, uh, something for him. We want to talk to him about. And, uh, I guess you, you could just leave the message under anonymous. Mm-hmm. Can you Or do you have a, was it under a, um, email? Like, do you have an email associated with us? Uh, no, but I could leave an email if you want to do that. That's fine. I could put it under
1: anonymous. Okay. Well, we, don't an we don't, we don't want it yeah, to. Yeah, we don't be want anonymous.
0: anonymous. No. We need them to know that. Yeah, we want them to know how to, that we're the ones that are trying to get in contact with him and that we need him to, to, you know, email us back or call us back or something. Cause at this point, we're blindly calling Starbucks customer service, you know, every day trying to get Mark. I guess, it, unfortunately, you know, there's not a way for, like, yeah. we don't have
1: direct so Yeah, direct I got you. Our... Yeah. Now, Rwanda, uh, I was always taught in my schooling huh? that where there's a will, there is a way.
0: And where there's a will, there's a mark. Do you have a will that works there? Like I said, I wouldn't be able to give you
1: that
0: information. Yeah. Okay. Well, just go ahead and leave uh, leave the message. Mark, please contact us back under anonymous. I would appreciate that. Okay, I can do that for you. All right, thank you. All right, was there anything else I could help you with, sir? Um, how do I how do I make a Starbucks account? Do I just go? Uh, you could either do it.
1: Yeah, you could go online, uh, Starbucks. com, and you can create uh, a Starbucks account.
0: And then and then if I do that when I called, then you can then I could leave messages under my Starbucks account name. Yes, like with the email. Uh, under an
1: email, your first and last name, like, it'll ask you for a list of information. Rwanda, what's the name of the call center that you work at? What was that? What's the name of the call center you work at? I cannot release that information. I'm sorry.
0: You can't. Okay. 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 All right. Well, uh, Well. thank you. You were very helpful.
1: All right. Not a problem. Have a great day.
0: You too. Dude, that actually might have helped. We, we're going to get one step closer. Because if we make an account, then the next time we call, we can leave a message under our account for Mark. And then once we get enough notes floating around, Mark, 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 I mean, Mark,
1: this Mark. Thing, yeah, this is going to go viral just amongst their office. Yeah, You're within, within, within like, Starbucks. Mark, I keep getting these fucking calls for you,
0: buddy. Like, And then eventually we're going to get Mark, and it's not going to be the Mark. It's going to be a different Mark.
1: That would still be like a payoff. I'll take it. Yeah,
0: You know, at this point, I'll take it. Well uh that's uh that's about it. That's all we got for today. You got anything else to throw in? Oh, no, not really. Alright, sweet. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you everybody for tuning in. And uh, well, uh Ricky Tiki Tang Tang. <laughs> I took Bill's thing. Natural recordings.